have a dream that this church be a church that raises up children and young people across the city, nurtured and strong and confident in their faith. But that starts with the home. The home environments in and through this church and beyond within this city will raise up Jesus followers who set the world on fire for him. It starts with the home. What an excitement, what an adventure we have and a privilege to serve and inspire young people in and through the home environment. I'm recently moving house. I'm recently moving house. I am moving house. And I'm doing it with a five-month-old and a four-year-old. Definitely don't recommend it. And it's been a weekly trip to B&Q. In fact, daily trips to B&Q. And what I've found when you go to B&Q, apologies if you work there, but my experience is you go to a first person and they say, I'm not really sure how you do that. Go and speak to her. And then I'm thinking... I haven't really got a clue how to floor this flipping loft. I'm hopeless at DIY. Just give me some advice. So I go and chat to him, and he says, yeah, go down that aisle. That'll be your answer. You go down that aisle, not the stuff you need. He sends you on to someone else. She sends you on to someone else. Half hour later, you're more clueless, more frustrated, more angry, more disappointed than ever before. And I was at B&Q last week with my four-year-old Jensen, and I'll be honest, DIY stresses me out. Moving house massively stresses me out. And there I was, getting really quite frustrated and really quite angry, and probably, if I'm completely honest, amongst friends, said a few unsavory words. Jensen gets home and says to Mummy, which is my wife Adele, says, Mummy, Daddy got really angry and frustrated and cross at the shop. I was a little bit scared. <laughs> it's not good. He said, But I prayed to my friend Jesus, and he made everything okay. And in that moment, in that moment, I was both delighted and really disappointed. Delighted. Stop laughing. I've got four and a half minutes. Delighted that his first port of call was to turn to Jesus. His first response was to turn to Jesus. We'd obviously taught him in a way that everything comes back to Jesus, that prayer was important. It was just so good to hear and see that. At the same time, really disappointed myself. He'd see me get frustrated and angry, use a few choice words, get really disappointed, and there he was, just seeing really quite the worst of me. But that's parenting, right? That's raising children and young people up. What does it look like for us as guardians, as carers, as parents, as grandparents, to raise children up, young people up, to be strong in their faith, to be nurtured in the right things, to be on fire for Jesus, to be people of prayer, to be people of worship, to be people of the Bible, so they're so in love with Jesus, that when they're in the schools and churches and communities, they're leading the way, they're setting the tone. You'll be pleased to know I eventually floored the loft, but if you go into the loft, the bits that I floored, you can barely hold a box of tissues, it's true, it's terrible. The bits that my friend Matt Isles, who some of you know floored, you could probably park a car on it. (laughs) What sort of flooring, what sort of foundations do we want for our kids? I'm sure you'll know that was a really cheesy illustration, Carl. I know. I could could hear you sort of smuttering. What sort of foundations do we want for our kids? The wise and foolish builder, it says, the wise and foolish builder, it says, encourage one another to build your life on Jesus the rock. So when the storms come, when the difficulties come, our children and young people will be strong. What does it look like for us to raise a generation of children and young people who are on fire for God, who are leaders and disciples, who set the tone, who know how to worship, to pray, to be kingdom builders, and to set the way for the rest of us? In Deuteronomy 11 verse 19, it says, Teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. 
So we have a responsibility to teach them, to show them lifestyles, to show them habits, to point them to Jesus, Bible study, rhythms of prayer, mealtime habits. We also have a responsibility to talk to them, to journey with them, and recognize if you're anything like me, you haven't got it all together. If people come to our house, we're arguing, we're bickering, the place is chaos, and then you know the story, a family walk in and suddenly, hi, nice to see you, really glad you came, start singing Kumbaya together. But the reality is, through our journeys, through our mistakes, through all our horrendous cock-ups, we show them what it is to journey with Jesus. They see the real and everyday Andy. What's that home environment we want to create? So it's not just on Sunday. The reality is, we can do hopefully excellent kids' work here, but we're with them for literally an hour and a half a week. The home environment is the primary place. How do we pass on what we know? How do we tell them the stories? How do we journey with them? How do we show them our vulnerabilities, our frustrations, our angers, our disappointments? What sort of home environments do we want to create? I want to finish just by telling a quick story about some friends Adele and I have in Brighton. And they went to Brighton about 15 years ago, and they've had since six kids. I mean, that's ridiculous, right? Six kids. But one of the things they've been really intentional around, because they live in quite a poverty, Poverized, impoverished, poor, poor, that'll do. Poor estate, quite a difficult estate. And in that estate, they've been really intentional with their children saying that we want you to be leaders. We want you to set the tone. We want you to be children who grow up to show the way, who, who set the example, who set the tone, who don't follow the crowd. You're going to go to school and there's going to be all sorts of behaviors that are unacceptable, all sorts of practices we don't want you to imitate. What we do want you to do is set the tone and lead the way. So they've been really intentional about raising up six incredible now young people who are leaders in that estate, who set the tone. But it all starts in the home environment. It all starts with the culture and environment they create. It all starts around the meal table. And I know Stephen and Emma, and they get it wrong as much as the rest of us. They get caught swearing in front of the kids just like I did a few weeks ago. But what does it look like for us to be intentional about reading, about investing in our children and young people so they understand that it's about Jesus first? I want to just finish by reading you this quote that I had in my office till our executive director, Mark, arrived and took it down. But anyway, that's the story for another day. If you want to change the world, it's not up there. If you want to change the world, focus on leaders. If you want to change leaders, focus on them when they're young. If you want to change the world, focus on leaders. If you want to change leaders, focus on them when we're young. The reason I absolutely love youth ministry and the reason I completely believe in it It's because the ultimate privilege, the most important thing I believe we can do is to raise up leadership, to invest in leadership, to invest in discipleship so that young people and children know how and why they follow Jesus in every area of their lives. Because as they do that, they're inspired and on fire for Jesus to go to their schools, their communities, their scout groups, their brownies, their friends, other families, and show them the way of Jesus. I have a dream that we will raise up children and young people in our families and houses that really know what it is to follow Jesus. And it starts with us as parents, as carers, as guardians, as friends, as grandparents.